Hey, this is Bruce Boudreaux, and you're listening to Empty Betters with Nick Mack and Harrison. Everybody and welcome back to episode 146 of Empty Betters. I'm your host Harrison Schultz. I'm going to toss it across the screen to my co-host Nick Manella. How are we doing today, my friend? We are doing patriotic, my friend, because our beloved United States men's national soccer team is advancing to the next round of the World Cup. So, cheers to the boys for getting it done overseas today. So World Cup, obviously the biggest topic of discussion everywhere right now. So before we do anything on this show, I know that you are a much bigger soccer guy than I am. What are your initial thoughts, uh, you know, shortly after our victory against Iran going into our game Saturday morning against the Netherlands? What do you think? Tough draw. I mean, I have not been, I will say this, from what I've seen from the Netherlands so far, I haven't been as impressed as I would be in years past. You know, 2010, these guys went all the way to the final. Uh, They've had a golden generation for the last, I would say, decade pretty much. Uh, Just so, so loaded with heavy talent. We're kind of at the tail end of that now. They have some youngsters. To me, outside of their striker, they really haven't been playing all that well. Doors open. Okay. Okay. So here's a question as a guy who's new to soccer betting, um, Mm -hmm. and obviously with Maryland doing the whole legalization recently that makes this 10 times more fun um how do you bet a draw in soccer round of 16 if someone has to win like why is betting a draw um so you can that's basically just like a regulation draw like is this gonna have to be settled in extra time okay so let's say you bet draw um if it goes to extra time then the draw hits yeah, as far as I understand it, it might say like draw excluding penalties or something like that. Um, okay, you know, okay, you just same read the same thing out. with like hockey with like in regulation does not include OT. So I believe the line that I initially saw for Saturday morning is USA plus three twenty. If memory serves correctly, what are your thoughts on that? Fair, that sounds fair? about right. I mean, for the value, why not sprinkle a little on it? I mean, I will say this: this is this Netherlands team is much better top to bottom than this American team is. I wouldn't okay. expect you know a ton of Cinderella story stuff here, but crazier things have happened. We've seen some wild upsets already. And if you had to have a World Cup winner at this moment in time, who's your pick? After watching Messi and Argentina the other day, I cashed yeah. in big time on them. I don't know. I just get that feeling about him. Like he he's openly said that this might be his last World Cup. In fact, it likely will be. And mm-hmm. there's just something about that guy when he has the ball on his foot in crunch time. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to give our uh, listeners a little bit of World Cup coverage. I know a lot of them are probably tuning into that. Saturday morning will be... A lot of fun. I'd love to tweet out some uh, some picks, maybe get some of your picks on Twitter. For sure. Um, yeah. Who doesn't what's... love daytime, like while you're at work, sports betting? Oh, yeah. Well, Saturday, day off, 10 a.m., brunch time. I mean, this is just lining up perfectly for us. Bad so. day to be a beer in the United yeah, States. Yeah, that's for damn sure. Especially if it's a win. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Um, all right. Well, we'll be tuning in Saturday morning for USA World Cup, but we're going to move on to the hockey news. But before we do, we got a question of the day. By the way, forgot to mention Mac under the weather, not with us today. Hoping you're feeling better, Mac. Um, he'll be back for next episode. 
Uh, if you had to start a business, Mr. Manella, with an NHL player, who would it be and what would the business be? Um, do they have to be a current NHL player? I would prefer, but you know what? For simplicity's sake, it can be any. So I feel like the easy answer here would be like, oh, I would start like a, a axe throwing like place or like a, a logging company with like Shea Weber or Jordy Ben just because they look like lumberjacks anyways. But yeah. I would start one of those. Like, you know, when you go like around like the water in Annapolis, you'll see they have like the the pirate ship you know, mm-hmm. little kitty cruises. I yeah. would start one of those, but with Drew Doughty, because he doesn't have to dress up to look like the pirate. <laughs> oh, we could Jesus. call it like Doughty's Bounty or something and like, you know, take it around like, you know, LA or something like that. I was listening to, pardon my take, and this question wasn't directly asked, but was kind of floated out there about business models. I think it was with like Nathan Peterman or some shit. And I was like, you know what? If there was an NHL player, who would I choose and what would the business be? I got a couple ideas. A petting zoo with Brett Burns, I think, would be cash money. Pet Burns. Like, yeah, exactly. He is part of the zoo, so um, that would be that would be a good one. I think a a designer like suit company with like Pasternak would definitely be a big hit. He's got some pretty exotic suit game. Yeah, I think that would be a good one. I would love to uh, to put this question up on our social media to see what some of our listeners think. Yeah, like Austin Matthews could do like a clothing company just called Austin or something, and people would pay like a ridiculous amount of money for like a hoodie or sweatpants or something. Yeah, it's just like some blue, it's blue and white, and it just says Austin with like a period at the end, and it's like yeah. somehow hype because, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that. then my younger brother pays 300 bucks for it. So, yeah, for the hoodie or the, <laughs> the heavy oversized t shirt that's right. really just made of like $5 China cotton. But yeah, um, yeah, I would think that would be a hit as well. Exactly. I would love to hear from our listeners what their thoughts are. We'll put this up on our social and uh, I'd be curious to hear the feedback and we could read that off next week or next episode. Um, All right, let's get into the league news. But before we do, you know, this episode is brought to you by Brackish Life. Let's take a minute to talk about Brackish Life. If you're like us and grew up on the water and outdoors, then Brackish Life is perfect for you. They have a wide selection of gear from UV shirts to hoodies and hats. It is Real Bay Apparel made by Real Bay People. Head to www.brackish.life today to check them out. A little salty, a little fresh, brackish life. All righty. Kyle, appreciate your support as always. Owner yeah. of Brackish Life. Stock up ahead of Christmas time. We always have a, a brackish Christmas in our house, as I, I think it's safe to say. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, all right. Let's start with the biggest news of the day. Uh, about a couple hours ago, right before we were recording this on Tuesday, November 29th, Rupe Hintz got his big boy ticket extension from the Dallas Stars. They give him an eight-year, $67.5 million extension. Not too shabby, if you want my opinion. That comes out to an $8.45 million AAV. Hintz is in his fifth season with the Dallas Stars. He has 194 career points in 261 games, including 88 goals. He has 24 points in 22 games this season, playing alongside forwards Jason Robertson and Joe Pavelski, who have quickly become arguably the most dangerous line in all of the NHL. Hints has Hints tallied 37 goals last season. Nick, I know that we were talking about this in the group chat a little bit. What are your thoughts on the eight by eight and a half? 
So before I say anything about this, I just want to say I am so happy that this guy got his payday. I think mm-hmm. he has been one of, if not the most important players on this Dallas Stars team for probably the last four years. Yep. Agreed. Essentially, I remember talking about him right when he got called up, right when we were starting the show. Thought he was fantastic. Glad to see him get his due. It just speaks for itself. I mean, the guy was an absolute animal in their run to the conference finals. He was scoring. He was hitting. You know, defensively, he was fantastic. And I think he nailed it. I mean, that line, I would say, is the most dangerous line in the NHL right now. Yeah. Between Robertson, Hintz, and Pavelski, I think, you know, maybe you could put Boston's top line up there. And uh, like, maybe. you know, you could bounce, you know, the Oilers, you know, whichever one of their lines you want to pick. But if you think about how good that stars team has been in the month of November, and we'll get into Robertson in a little bit, I, I, I would still take that stars line as the most cohesive and best unit overall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, before last night or actually last night before the Oilers played the Panthers, I believe um, they were the nine thirty Eastern time game. The stars were 8 PM Eastern and Robertson had a goal, which helped me win my parlay. Thank you. Follow me on Twitter. Um, and he was leading the NHL in goals and points before McDavid stepped on the ice. Then McDavid did McDavid things. Also helped me with my parlay. Thank you. Follow me on Twitter. Um, and then he regained the lead. So now I believe McDavid is 39 points to give him the, uh, first spot. And then Robertson in second with 36. So he's having a monster year. Um, not to talk about Robertson too much because we're going to get into him a little bit. But, yeah, Hintz, a guy who flies under the radar so much. Like, you know, you talk about guys who um, are the most underappreciated, undervalued. Barkov was a name for a long, long time, another Finnish player. I think this guy's got to be up there. Another Absolutely. Guy. They always get slept on, it seems like. So yeah, given for Rupe whatever Hintz, reason. Give Rupe Hintz the love and respect he deserves. All right. Ryan Reeves was traded to the Minnesota Wild in exchange for a fifth round pick in 2025, a.k.a. the Tooth Fairy. Uh, That won't exist. That doesn't even comprehend in our brains. Um, So what are your thoughts? (laughs) Just so funny. But you know what? Why? Why? All I'm going to say about this, I am now a Ryan Reeves fan because he's not on the Knights. He's not on the Rangers. Dude, go ahead and muck it up in, you know, in Minnesota. Bring them some excitement. Give me an excuse to watch the Wild play hockey. I'm there. Yeah. I mean, Kaprizov, honestly, yeah, he's insane to watch. But other than that, I agree. They're a little bit more of a boring team. Um, Reeds could give them a little edge. Here's the part I don't get. What prompted this? Because there was a lot of people. The Rangers have to be making room for something. Yeah, and that's where the rumors are coming. Uh, Prepare yourself for the Patrick Kane rumors coming right around the new year because I've heard stuff to Boston on the Chicklets podcast. We've heard stuff from, you know, Forever Blue Shirts taking some some rumors into consideration from some of his sources to the Rangers. I think there's going to be all sorts of rumors. But I will tell you, notice what's happened in two games since he's gone. Drysidle smacks the shit out of Jacob Truba's stick after he scored the game winner. And Vitek Vanacek hand palm slap someone up the face last night's game Which against was the just Rangers. One of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, great know, for Vivi. For, um, Vivi is not typically someone who you see just do that, but to watch him do that to the Rangers was pretty good. It's it's free it's free shots on the Rangers right now. They have no enforcers. They have no grit. 
I mean, they don't look very good right now. We can talk about that a little bit later, but they kind of look a little bit rattled, if you want my opinion. Yeah, and honestly, I know that you know most Rangers fans online are handling this very well and haven't freaked out at all and aren't blaming the refs or the weather or their horoscope, but essentially what you need to look at right now if you're a Rangers fan is good. You are handling your adversity early. This team is learning how to overcome its own struggles. You're going to be fine in the playoffs. Everyone knows that. Yeah, like... You know, as much as I love to cause panic in New York, it's one of my favorite things to do. I consider it a hobby, actually. Um, you know, if a counselor that, ever asked me what I do in my spare time, that's probably what I would say. Does that make us supervillains? Uh, it could. And I'm more than happy to be a supervillain if it means I have to cause New York sports chaos. But <laughs> um, I don't even remember what I was going to say because I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's Okay. Um, oh yeah, they're gonna make the playoffs. They'll be fine. I mean, they might not look good right now, but honestly, I I, I get like, what you're saying though. Like, why would you give up this player now for this deal? Like, I thought things were going well there. He seemed to be like he was, you know, seemed like he fit in. Seemed like he fit in, and then we had that report come out like two weeks ago saying that they were having that discussion about his role with the team. And all that stuff. So I I don't know. Maybe there's something behind the scenes here. I thought his role with the team was fine, but right. Well, I know. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Reeves off to the wild for the Tooth Fairy is in summation what I'm saying here. So we'll see how it all plays out. Curious to see what the Rangers do going forward. I think they'll be fine. I think people read into that American Thanksgiving playoff streak thing way too much. I don't really buy that. Um, all right, let's move on to uh, the guys across the Hudson. I believe that's correct. Uh, the New Jersey. It's one of them. It's yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, over in Hoboken or whatever, Newark. <laughs> uh, the New Jersey Devils have won 10 straight road games. And believe it or not, they are now close to breaking the all-time NHL record for road wins in a row. The all-time record is held by the 2005-2006 Detroit Red Wings, where they won 12 straight road games. The Devils are currently at 10. I will pull up their schedule while I toss this off to you, Nick. This is ridiculous if you think about just comparing them to that Red Wings team. You know, that Red Wings team was essentially a melting pot of what would become the 08 Wings Cup winning team. And what was left over from the 02 and 98 Wings Cup winning teams. You look at that roster and you look at the Devils roster. It's like that Wings team is just loaded with grade A Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer. And the Devils roster is just a bunch of young kids who are just putting it together right now. I mean, hats off to them. This is a hot team. And I think they might have the legit depth to go the distance here. Not all the way to the cup, but a deep playoff run isn't too far out of the question from what I'm seeing right now. Unrelated to the road winning streak, it is November 29th. They have lost four games. Two yeah. of which were in the two of which were the first two games of the year, I believe. Yep. They're 16 and one in their last 17 games. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh let's dive into their upcoming schedule. So their next four games. Uh, they've got two home and two away. The two home are against the Predators and the Blackhawks. And then the two away, uh, they play the Flyers in Philly. So that's basically a home game. Uh, and then they play the Rangers in Madison Square Garden. That will be the game they have to win to tie the all-time record. That should be wow. a fun one. Wow. That'll be that, a great one to watch. Yeah, because 
in all seriousness, they're going to destroy Philly. So they're going to have to beat the Rangers at MSG to tie the all-time record. That would be yeah, f- And I think they're going to destroy Chicago, too. Yes, I would agree with that. Um, but yeah, the Devils are they're not going away anywhere. They're the number one team in the NHL, 10 straight road wins, chance to break the all-time record for road wins. They just keep humming. Mm-hmm. Uh, switching gears for teams who are setting records at home. Uh, the Bruins actually did set an NHL record last week. They broke the NHL's record for longest season open opening home winning streak. They've won all 12 games at home so far, eclipsing the 11-0-0 mark set by the Blackhawks in 1963-1964 season. Uh, they had their overtime win against the Hurricanes last week, which helped them break the record. They play the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight at home. Chance to start the season 13-0 at home. Uh, again, a team who we completely wrote off, and they are just shoving it right up our hoop the entire year. Big time. And I mean, shoving it straight up to the top, too. I mean, this team is loaded. So they are the number two team in the NHL. We've got Jersey at number one, Boston at number two. One's breaking records at home. One's breaking records on the road. I mean, I don't know if this is going to happen because it's a long ways from now. But that conference would be finals, holy shit, man! A hell of an Eastern Conference Finals. Great storylines too. You got the old guys coming back for one last dance, and then the young guns on the up and up. I think that'd be great. I think that would be a fantastic series to watch. And now with especially all the rumors uh, coming in about Kane to Boston, it would just be insane. Yeah. Um, I think Allmark, by the way, I think I read that he's probably the leading candidate along with Hellebuck for Vesna at this moment in time. He's playing lights out. And I think that's more than fair. Yeah. Um, go take a look at his stats if you haven't. I mean, it's just ridiculous what the guy's doing. But curious to see what they do against the Bolts tonight. They'll be playing Vassy. Bolts on a back-to-back uh, would have taken that, but the value kind of sucks. It really did suck. I don't know why. It, like Vegas just doesn't want anyone to bet these games when these two teams play each other for some reason. Yeah, it's annoying. But I've got pasta anytime goal score in my parlay. We'll see how that works. Um, I'm trying to do this like I don't want to call it daily, but almost daily. Call it the hat trick parlay or the Hattie parlay. Three anytime goal scores. Just lay them out there. We'll see what happens. I made out. Nice last night, so we'll keep the good times going. Nice. Uh, follow on Twitter if you want to follow along. Uh, the Minnesota Wild, they assigned their number one prospect to their AHL affiliate, Marco Rossi. Uh, he's been a healthy scratch for each of the last four contests and hasn't gotten into a game since November 17th. The 21-year-old center has one assist in 16 games with Minnesota this season. I know when we had Terry uh, – on our YouTube channel for an interview mm-hmm. about the wild. He was big on this guy. Um, I know in a preseason rankings, when we were doing division previews, we were also kind of high on this guy, especially Mac, if I remember correctly. Uh, but it just hasn't panned out yet. Yeah. And you just feel bad for the guy. I mean, going through the health scares that he had last year and then now to just have it clearly not working out right now. I mean, hopefully he can just find his game in the a and get back here as soon as possible. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, the Philadelphia Flyers, they are <laughs> who we thought they were. Remember there was that fun stretch in the first like 10 games where me and Mac yeah. were like, how can you not bet the Flyers, the value, right. the value, blah, blah, blah. And everybody was like, the Flyers are the underdog pick. They're fun. Well, they have now lost 10 games in a row. 
This is the fifth different time under Chuck Fletcher's rule that they have lost 10 games in a row. The only all the other GMs in the NHL combined, the longest time, the most amount of times I've had a 10 game losing streak is one. <laughs> so he's done it five, which is nuts. Uh, their game last Wednesday, the TNT broadcast against the Penguins, the Pens ended up smacking them. I think the fourth line had like three goals or something. Uh, the Flyers fans were heard in the third period on the TNT broadcast chanting, Fire Fletcher. Uh, everyone heard that. That got all over Twitter. I don't know, Nick. It just seems like Philly is just doomed. I can't remember the last time they were good. It seems like forever ago at this point. 2010. Yeah. I mean, seriously, last time they were a legit contender. Now, I'm, I know they've made the playoffs in like 2018, but I mean like a legit team who can go No, the 2010, distance. and they went, they went to the final. I'm not counting yeah. that abomination of a playoff series in 2012, uh, no. if, you, if you can call it that. But um yeah, I don't know, man. It's like if there's a year to be bad, clearly it's this year. Thanks but, for Bedard. Yeah, and uh, this draft just in general, you know, outside of him, there's two or three other players I think that could be generational talents, but I have no idea what's going on with this Flyers team. It seemed like they had it all together. It was clicking, and now it just seems like it's not. I mean, I know that they have a lot of injuries. Katori out, Konechny out. Um, there's and that's names. really their team, if you think about it. Yeah, there's other names that I'm missing there. I remember they showed the IR report um, on the broadcast against the Pens. But, man, dude, it's just like Carter Hart's even playing well. It's not even like he's playing No, bad. It's, and it's not his fault at all, From at least from what I've seen. And I haven't watched every single one of their games. But, I, yeah, I just don't know. Uh, I think you absolutely have to look at the GM before you look at moving another coach here, though. Yeah, I don't think – I mean, Torts, I would say, is safe. They kind of expected it to be bad, and I think that they're, you know they're in a rebuilding phase. But, man, dude, they, it's just like what do they have to do? Like even when you look at their prospects, are they, do they have decent prospects? Yeah, they do. Like it's not like they're doomed, but it just seems like everything that they do and every young player that comes up just gets used to this like losing, and they just suck. And the only good player on their team is Owen Tippett. Like – yeah, I, hate, I I love Hayes, but man, he does not look good at all. No, their young guys kind of remind me of what happened with the Islanders, uh, you know, draft prospect, you know, group from like three or four years ago where they were expecting them to be like, OK, like you guys are going to like make the team this year. Right. And they just weren't ready to do that at all. Right. Yeah. So. It's tough time to be a Flyers fan. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I would be shocked if Fletcher's still there after the, the end of this year. Oh, he shouldn't be. Uh, the Seattle Kraken, man, they have turned it around this season. I'll tell you what, they are currently the hottest team in the NHL. Well, yeah, I guess they are the currently the hottest team in the NHL. They have won five straight games. That's the longest win streak in the league. They are now second place in the Pacific division. I know that Andre Burakovsky is playing really well. I know Jared McCann is playing really well. And I know that makes you and me absolutely crazy. Yeah, it does. It helps a little bit that I got him with the second to last pick in our fantasy draft. But um, so I am it's like the one bright spot on my dumpster fire. Ah, Slightly less of a dumpster fire, though. We're starting to put some wins together here, boys. So there you go. Keep your eyes open. Um, Yeah, I mean, kudos to them and not even just those guys. But I think Martin Jones has played fantastic. Yep. I think I said it like 
either last week or the week before. I was like, I can't believe yep. I'm saying this. Martin Jones looks like a good goalie. Like, yeah, what's going he looks on? like a starting goaltender, which is crazy. And now Grubauer's back. That team can keep doing what they're doing. I think they're going to be sitting pretty. I also want to give a big shout out to Vince Dunn, a guy that a lot of yeah. people forgot about when he moved out of St. Louis. He went to Seattle and everybody forgot about him. He is having a really good season, getting a ton of ice time. The confidence is there. You can see it. So shout out to him. Matty Berniers leading rookies in scoring. I don't think any of us are totally surprised by that. So they got a gritty squad, man. And, you know, Hackstall behind the bench, like they they could do something. Yeah, and um, shout out to Shane Wright. We talked about the fact that they sent him down, and I think he had like three goals in his first two games with the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Sick name. What a sick name. What a place to play. Oh, my God. Come on. Coachella Valley to play right? hockey? Are you joking? Like, sign me up. Just um, so fucking cool. Yeah, I would be interested to see him get another crack at the lineup and, you know, and then maybe once he gets his confidence back, see what he can do. Um, yeah. I think, I, I think we'll absolutely see him in the NHL again before the season's over. I would agree with that. Uh, and then another team who seems to have turned it around, I believe, on like the third or fourth episode of this season, we were talking about how are they going to take for Bedard? How are they going to blow up the team? How is Bruce going to lose his job? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, the Canucks. They are now one point out of a wild card spot. They're nine, five and one in their last 15 games. Bo Horvat is a machine right now. I will touch on a couple of stats for him when we get to the gambling segment of the episode. But the Canucks are hot, and they take on the Washington Capitals tonight when we're recording this. Nick, Correct. what do you think? Uh, it's it's not good because uh, <laughs> it's a really hot team against a team that I, th- I think is struggling right now. We'll touch on that a little bit later. But, yeah, I mean, it's really, really impressive what Bo Horvat has done. I mean – for a guy to essentially put a team on his back or at least attempt to put a team on his back. I mean, he's at least doing that. Yeah. And there's been like trade rumors and stuff where like he wanted out and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know what the latest on that is, but he's just scoring at an alarming rate. I mean, I think he's third in the NHL in goals right now behind Robertson and McDavid. Yeah. I think that must just be like a thing for like <clears throat> Canadian markets. It's like your star player, most prominent player isn't doing superstar numbers you just have to have trade rumors about them yeah or if they do do superstar numbers and the team sucks you still do it i mean look at what exactly done yeah (laughs) it's crazy but uh and then the last hottest piece of news in the nhl right now is jason robertson i mean we talked about it when we talked about hints but he is a bona fide superstar at this point i would say he's currently second in the league in points behind Connor mcdavid and leads the nhl in goals with 19 in 14 games in November, he has 15 goals, 11 assists, and 25 points, and 71 shots on goal. For those of you who are mathematically challenged, that's averaging about five per game for you shot-on-goal army junkies. This guy is just absolutely money. I go out of my way to fantasy draft him every year for a reason. I get trade requests throughout the season for him, and I'll never give him up. I mean, it's just the guy puts up like four or five points every night. And for whatever reason, people just keep overlooking this dude. Yeah. And you've been talking about him since day one of this pod. And I give you credit because you've been saying all along, this guy's going to be sick. This guy is sick. Nobody talks about him. And he might be the cover of like the NHL video game next year. I mean, at this rate. It'd be better than the current one. That is also true. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I can't disagree with that. Um, 
But anyways, just wanted to fill you guys in on the who is hot around the league right now. Uh, I don't think we're going to touch on injuries this episode. We want to get into the gambling. Um, but before we do, I think Nick has a word from our sponsor, Kane Footwear. Uh, no one got hurt because they wore Kane Footwear. There you go. No injuries at all. So they were all able to bounce back using the bounce back foam in the Kane Revive shoe. Oh, there we go. Yeah, love that. Uh, if you don't know, uh, we are sponsored by Kane Footwear. Check out the link in our bios to go buy a pair. That does help support us. We appreciate it. Had a bunch of people already buy them. I literally never take these off. I'm wearing them right now. I'll hold oh, them up. I wear them in the house all the time. Yeah, it drives my girlfriend absolutely crazy. But you know what? <laughs> it is what it is. Um, so what they need to do is they need to send us a second pair for ones that we use in the house and ones that we use out of the house. That is what my girlfriend suggested, to which I said I will send an email. So we'll figure that <laughs> one out on the fly, will ya? All right, let's get into some money talk. Um, we talked about the Rangers a little bit earlier, but man, after last night against the Devils, they look shaky. Uh, and specifically Igor, he has not looked himself this season so far. Uh, Igor has five different home games this season where he has allowed four plus goals. So I would encourage you that if Igor's starting and the Rangers are at home, then you should be looking at maybe the over or the other team's team total over because uh, he just hasn't looked himself at home. He even came out and said, like, he apologized to the fans and basically said, like, the goalie looks shitty. <laughs> Sorry, fans. Yeah, I mean. Like, talking about himself. I mean. I, I'm sure he's going to turn around and have some kind of comeback story and everyone's going to say, oh, you wrote him off. I didn't write him off. I just said everyone's overreacting in November. Wait till February. That's Gambling's all about the hot hand. Who's hot right now? Exactly. Uh, and the Rangers have lost three straight. And the over is hit in three of their last four games. So something to keep an eye on. Because I'm always shy when it comes to Rangers overs because you always think, ooh, Igor. But this season, it's a little different. You can usually find it around six. I think the other thing to just remember with, you know, like guys that got into hockey gambling, like when we did, like six used to be a scary number. Yeah. Now these things are at seven and a half. And it's been, what, four years? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, we started in what, like 2018? I mean, it's it's just a completely different animal at this point. Yeah. I also remembered what I was going to say before the Kane Footwear ad. I am officially quitting the Shots on Goal Army. I was on it for about a month, and I quit. Um, there's been this whole thing. I had like uh, Carter Verhage over two and a half shots on a Sunday day game against like the, Car- or the Carolina Hurricanes, and the app said three. And I texted you guys. I was like, oh, it hit. Like, that's mm-hmm. great. And then the NHL took it away, and then I yeah, tweeted at them. You sent us that thing, and, like, I mean, it was clearly a shot on goal. You weren't wrong. It's been happening to everybody. If you guys um, need an account to follow, go follow Top Cheddar Picks on Twitter. He's a follow. great follow for shots on goal information. They've been taking shots away from people after the game, saying, oh, no, you know what, it was this guy's shot. It's like, how do you even go about deciding that? It's like a terrible beat in fantasy football when it's like the quarterback threw a screen pass to the running back. Turns out he was behind the line of scrimmage, so it counts as a handoff, not a pass. Like that's basically what this kind of like cheap shit is. I don't know why they keep taking this away from people if this is just their way of yeah, trying, it's to, like, trying to like make when, all their money back, but it's kind of like when Ryan Tannehill throws a screen to Derrick Henry and you have him as the first touchdown scorer but he fumbled <laughs> on the one yard line and then some offensive lineman recovered it in the end zone and then the first touchdown score is not even available in the menu on Fandle. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like that. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm a little salty about that one. 
Moving on, the New Jersey Devils, just going to reiterate it. They've won 10 straight road games. You know, there are two road games coming up. They've got the Rangers. They've got the Flyers. Hammer them, do regulation. If you have to against the Flyers, it's probably a lock. Uh, Mitch Marner is probably the hottest guy along Jason Robertson in the NHL right now. He's riding a 17-game point streak. Mitch Marner right now. Robertson has a 16-game point streak. So the only thing that sucks about those numbers is you're probably getting in at the tail end of that. Yeah, you are getting in the tail end of that. That's probably not going to last too much longer. And they're probably both at one and a half points at this point, Um, which Robertson one and a half is probably at least through the month of November has been just as good as McDavid one and a half. It has been. And I will also say. Mitch, I believe, has goals in like four of his last six games. So if you got to do any time goal score, that's not a bad route either. Yeah. Both of those guys, really. So here's a mind-blowing stat that I wanted to tell you guys about. Bo Horvat, like I mentioned earlier, he leads. Leads. Like number one, first place. Bo Horvat leads the NHL with .79 goals per game since March 9th of this calendar year, per Sportsnet stats on Twitter. So you might be like, Harry, what does that mean? He is averaging more goals per game since March 9th of this year than any player in the NHL, more than Ovechkin, more than McDavid, more than Matthews, more than Crosby. Bo Horvat's that guy. So I give you this information because Bo Horvat anytime goal scorer has been probably one of the best bets, especially the last two weeks this season. I mean, I've been hammering it almost daily. And what, uh, what value are you usually finding that at? I got him the other day at like plus 140. I don't know if Vegas hasn't picked up on it yet, but I mean, usually when you're talking about guys who are scoring every night, you're at the plus 110 even money range. You can get more like at 140. Ovi is usually like plus 110. Yeah. They play the name game a lot too. Like, oh, it's Ovechkin. It's like, right. yeah, but look at the stats. I mean, Horvat's been sick this year. So Horvat, anytime goal scorer, definitely a guy to keep your eye on. That's a great one. And then lastly, but not least, uh, I love the first period over-under bets. Those are one of my favorites. Uh, Get a quick little adrenaline rush. You don't have to stay up for the late games. Or if you do, then you can go to bed at 11. That's how I look at it. Uh, The under, the three best teams to bet first period unders on right now are the New York Islanders, the Washington Capitals, and this one will shock you, the Edmonton Oilers. Here's why the Oilers are in there. A lot of their totals are at two right now instead of one and a half. Yep. So if there's two goals in the first period, you only get the push. Something to keep an eye on. Uh, The three best teams to bet the over on in the first period over this season are the Anaheim Ducks, the Philadelphia Flyers, and the Vancouver Canucks. We have Caps versus Canucks tonight. One likes the under, one likes the over. I'm not touching it, but I'm interested to see how it plays out. Yeah, I'm not standing. Like, I'm not touching that either. It could either be, like... (laughs) Could be six nothing in the first period, or could be two one at the end of that game. You just don't know. Yeah, I feel you. Um, but anyways, that kind of does it for our gambling segment. Follow us on Twitter uh, at Empty Betters or our personal accounts on there. Um, we take you know dish out our picks whenever we have any. Um, and like I said, I've been trying to. I think I'm going to start implementing that like hat trick anytime goal score parlay on a daily basis. Um, really, what goes into it? If you ever want to do your own. You look at like the top two or three goal scores on a team. And then when you look at the schedule, look at look to see if there's a team that's like top five, top ten in goals against. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find like goals against averages on NHL.com or Fox Sports 
And then another thing that I look for a lot is uh, power play, right? Like tonight, I think I have Pasternak as part of my parlay. Reason being, the Bruins' power play is money. Pasternak's the one-timer from the left wall. And they're playing the Lightning, who are fifth in the league in penalties minutes taken. So you do the math, he's probably going to get a decent amount of chances there. Yeah, so I love that. If you're ever building your own anytime goal parlay, uh, power play and goals against. I think I have Forsberg tonight, too. The Ducks are number one in goals against this year. Love Forsberg to score. Uh, State of the Union. Let's wrap up the episode here. Nick, let's talk about your Washington Capitals. Oh, boy. So since we last spoke, there was an absolute goose egg laid to the Avs. They had a 3-2 to two win over the Flyers, a 3 nothing win over the Flames in those ultra sexy reverse retros tj oshi seems to be back and firing on all cylinders he had a goal in his return which was awesome and then they had a five to one spank job by the new jersey devils and that one was tough to watch i mean the devils are a much better hockey team than the washington capitals are right now but it sucks when they have like two former washington capitals on their team in vtech vanacek and yoga Jonas siegenthaler that are just they're playing lights out. Just helping rip the caps to pieces, essentially. Yeah. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Uh, things are obviously like, they're Bleak. not great right now. Definitely not great. I, I think bleak is a good way to put it. The caps, I mean, caps fans know this. You you play the cards you're dealt, and right now, you know, the entire right-hand side of your deck is hurt. You know, you're two most important players are hurt. You just need to stay afloat right now. That's in the name of the game. So it's going to be an interesting stretch is the term I'll use coming up. They've got their Western Canadian road trip that kicks off tonight against the Canucks. Yeah. That'll uh, go well, Thursday, they've got the crack in the hottest team in hockey. Uh, Saturday, they've got the flames Mo- next Monday. They've got the Oilers and then they've got the flyers in Philly. And then they come back home. So all those games I just said are on the road. Yeah, hopefully they can put together some momentum to to bring home because uh, they need it right now. I mean, honestly, I would say that out of those five games, they've got to get at least two wins. If you go two and three with the roster you got right now, that's a that's a dub. That's a win. Yeah. So we'll see. Should be I think interesting. The other thing I was uh, texting with some Caps, fan, uh, you know, friends of mine that are Caps fans about is, you know, you look at the standings in the Metro, and you look at where the like the Rangers and the Penguins are. It's like if the Caps can get to where the Penguins are or where the Rangers were, you know, in that mm. fourth spot by Christmas, they're fine. Yes, I agree. They're a team to be reckoned with once they get everybody healthy and they can get some momentum in the second half of the year when they get Wilson back and everything. But the key is they just can't fall off the face of the planet between now and Christmas. And they can't take any further injury punishment. Yes, agree with that. Um Let's talk about the Penguins real quick. Not too shabby as of late. Uh, disappointing loss to the Maple Leafs uh, on Saturday night. But other than that, can't complain. They're 7-2-1 in their last 10. Uh, Crosby leading the way with 29 points through 20 games this season, including 12 in his last six. Uh, like I said, the Leafs game was tough. It's the second half of a back-to-back. We looked old. Like, actually, just bad. Like, looked slow, lethargic. Matthews and Marner. Matthews and Marner were buzzing. Nylander was buzzing. They kind of picked us apart. I will say, though, the goaltending has impressed me um, over the last, I'd say, three to four weeks. It was rocky at first, but Jari's hot right now. He's won his last four straight starts. 
He's only allowed six goals in that four-game stretch, so he's turned it around a little bit. Uh, DeSmith, other than the Leafs game, and I can't even really fault him for that, has looked pretty well. Um, yeah, I think the goaltending is going to be a huge thing that turns it around. The only two concerns I have at the moment, Brian Russ still looks bad. He can't find his mojo. Uh, Which, Mac Mac just texted us, and apparently what's, what's going hurt. on with that? Um, what, what would you? Yeah, what's going on with Rusty? I feel like he's usually your your spark plug. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I don't know. Like, I think now that Raquel basically plays with Sid, Rust is back with Gino and he's just trying to find that like rhythm. Right. I, I would imagine that's a little bit of a tougher adjustment to make as opposed to playing with Sid. And it doesn't even look like he's played bad. It's not like he's invisible. It's just the puck's not falling for him right now. So, um, he's also on the, I, he's on the power play, and I don't know why I would put Raquel on the power play over him personally. I think I would too. Yeah, but Russ has been bad. Latang apparently is health bombed. Mac, breaking news. Uh, let's read this text out loud. Uh, Mac said, Is Latang hurt or is he healthy scratched? I said, I don't know. I'm recording. He says, uh, And I said, What happened? He goes, Nothing. But they said, Kapanen is playing tonight despite being scratched in nine of the last 10, and Latang is out of the lineup with no other details. So I don't know. Um, we'll see. And the power play, it's bad. It's 27th in the league, 16.7% for a team that's been together that long. It's been the same power play once since like fucking 2015. Like, I don't even know <laughs> how you could be this bad. Blows my mind. Um, if they turn those two things around, look out. This team can, this team can score. Yeah. I, I am shocked by that power play percentage. That's, Awful. That's pretty darn low. You know what else is nuts? They're like top seven in the league in goals four per game with that bad of a power play. Hmm. So if they could just. So they're scoring five on five. They are scoring five on five. They just got to change it around right now. See what happens. Anyways, that does it for this episode. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate the love and support as always. Do you have any final notes? I know you will not be with us next week. I don't even know if we'll have an episode next week. I will not be with you guys next week. I am getting LASIK done. So, um, yeah, they're, you know, they're going to go in, they're going to give me heat vision, x-ray vision, and then LASIK vision. So finally upgrade to the smart eyeballs. It'll be great. (laughs) Well, best of luck to you in your surgery. We'll be wishing you. you a good recovery. Yeah. Hopefully it's quick because I don't want to not be able to watch like sports for a week. That would Just be. Imagine USA wins Saturday. Like you're going to be like, uh, reschedule. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. God. Uh, the surgery is Monday. So I'm like kind of hoping I can like, you know, just slide in there before and be like, oh, I, I'm good to watch their next game. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Wishing you best of luck. Thank quick you, recovery. Thank you. Yep. Should be not sure easy. if there will be an episode next week. I have no idea. We're kind of all running around like a chicken with our heads cut off. So we'll see, probably postpone it. Um, and we'll be back in two weeks if I had to guess. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yes, sir. All right, everybody. Thank you again for listening. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the good stuff. You know the drill. Check out the links in our socials for uh, Kane Footwear, uh, Sharp Rank, Brackish Life, all the good stuff. Appreciate all you guys for sponsoring the episode. And without further ado, class dismissed. 